What's up, guys and girls, children of all ages? Welcome, welcome back. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Oh man! Welcome back to another episode of a marriage reset. <laughs> Here is our one take wonder. <laughs> Oh, okay, okay, hold on. Let's start this out here. I want everybody listening to close your eyes. And I want you to think about, just envision in your mind, a target, like an archery target. It's got the big old bullseye, red, or sometimes orange in the middle. And you're standing about, oh, 25 yards away, maybe. I don't know if that's a long shot or not, but let's say 25 yards and you pull back the bow you have the arrow and you let it go boom straight into the bullseye so excited you hit the target not only did you hit the target but you hit the bullseye so you put your bow down and you take off walking and as you get closer to this target suddenly you notice that oh I didn't hit the bullseye and you get closer, and then you realize, whoa, I didn't even hit the target. I'm off in the hay somewhere. And that's what happens sometimes in marriage when we don't give each other proper targets. Both sides are thinking, sweet, I hit the target, hit the bullseye. I fulfilled all their needs, all their wants, when in all reality, if we don't give each other proper targets... We're just setting it up for failure. And as we get closer and as we start digging in and as we start talking, come to find out not only did we not hit the bullseye, we didn't even hit the target. <laughs> we didn't even, even hit the we're hay. Even close. <laughs> we sailed it way <laughs> over the forest. <laughs> we didn't even get close enough to scare the deer. It reminds me, sorry, I'm going to go off on a tangent here, but I had the little BB gun, and I stuck it out the back door, and I pointed it at the squirrel, but it's like one of those little cheapo Red Rider BB guns, and I went to shoot it, and the BB hit the squirrel, and he was like, hey, what was that? And he didn't even move, he didn't take off running, it's just like, what was that? And just went right back to it, whatever food he was eating. Anyway, yeah, we don't even get close enough to scare the deer. So, what's up? We're talking about proper targets. Proper targets. Yep. Yeah. I think uh, a lot of the times, man, I'll just be honest in this particular moment. We've been sitting here for what? An, almost an hour. An hour maybe. at least. And we were both up at five o'clock this morning. I think she was up earlier with a dog. It's been a long day and she yawns in the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> Sorry. It's been a very long day. And honestly, I think both of us are really at this place of like emptiness, just just feeling, I don't even know how to describe it. Do as we say, not as we do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We like both, I, I guess hypocrite is the right word. Um, we don't want to be in a place of ever recording these things and saying, oh, and here's what you need to do. And it just be book knowledge. We like, have it all together. Yeah. This is what you do. And it, it, I want it to come from a place of, of true, like, hey, we've, we've tried this. We've done this. This is how we, how we live our lives. And just be able to talk out of our experiences and hope, hope that you can grasp onto something. Um, I also don't want to ever be the type of person that says you have to do it this way yeah. because we recognize that there's a million ways to do it. But at the same time, um, yeah, sometimes it's just, I think with the busyness of the Christmas season, um, I feel like there has been Christmas parties after Christmas shopping after, oh, you name it. Um, unfortunately, it's kind of the typical December season and we were both just talking and it's like there's so many areas of just feeling feeling the weight and feeling the the tiredness feeling the just the 
the hustle and bustle of everything mm-hmm. that it almost feels like, you know, we don't even, we don't even have anything to offer. And so, um, yeah, this, this one may be pretty short, I guess, I guess, but, um, not at the rate you're going. Yeah. Not at the rate. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, but, that was a dig. I'm yeah. sorry. I didn't mean for it, it to be a dig. It's okay. It was funny. It was funny. Okay. But one of the things that we have learned along the way is even in the hustle and the bustle and all of this stuff, if we don't give each other proper targets, if we don't give each other clear communication, um, it only sets us up for failure. And yeah, nine times out of ten, it really puts us in a place of like knockout, drag out, argument, arguing, <laughs> and and we get into probably I mean you've heard it, but we get into the crazy cycle. And once we get into the crazy cycle, it's like you're in that you're in that spin cycle, and it's hard to get out because you're pinned against the wall, and it's just going round and round and round and round. And so, if we can ever get to a place where we're giving proper targets up front and clear communication up front. It saves a lot of heartache on the back end. Um, things like this, very super practical, is one of the times I know we've had a conversation has been um, you'll say, well, what do you want for supper? And I'll be like, oh, I don't care. Whatever. I don't care. And I get home and you've made some goulash with cabbage and peas and all of the the healthy stuff that I don't like and it's like oh that really didn't sound good or I barely pick at it or it's like uh I'm I'm hungry and well I made supper and that right there is giving you a false target not a proper target mm-hmm. um and I think too we've talked about well where do you want to go eat and oh, I don't care. What do you want to do? I don't care. And when it's come down to it, you have said, like, I don't care. I, I just want you to say, no, I want to go eat here. Even if we don't go eat eat there, at least be honest. Because there's times where I'll say I don't care. But at the same time, I'm thinking, well, you know, Olive Garden sounds really good right now. But if I don't speak up and say that, then it becomes... I can't read your mind. Yeah. And then when we go to McDonald's, it's like, man, I really want to go to Olive Garden. Well, why didn't you say something? <laughs> you know? And so practically speaking, I think in in marriage, um, one of the one of the best things that you can learn to do is to give proper targets. Now, I think what's key in that go ahead, you saying something. Oh, no, just share memory. I think one of our first ever arguments or the first one that I remember, we were dating. Oh, taking it way back. And we went to the mall and went to, I think we went to the buckle and you were buying a fossil watch or something. And there were two that you were going between. I think it was Quell Springs we're at, either Penn or Quell. That was a long time ago. Long time ago. And... There was one with like a square rectangle face and one with like a round face. And you were like, which one should I get? I'm like, I don't care. They're both really nice. They both look good. And they're like, which one? You kept asking me, which one do you like better? I'm like, you're the one that's buying it. You're the one that's going to wear it. Like, I don't care whichever one you want. Yeah. You know, I want you to like it. And you just kept hounding me. Which one do you like? Which one do you like? And I just wouldn't. And so... You're like, I think I'm leaning towards this. I'm like, that's fine. Go for it. And then we leave the store. <laughs> I think I remember and this. And I made the comment. I was like, that one's nice and all, but I really like the other one. Like, it was just so <laughs> unique. And you got so mad at me. Why didn't you say something? <laughs> and you're like, oh, like you didn't even like the watch anymore. <laughs> almost. And I was like, what's the big deal? Like you got what you wanted. But yeah. yeah. But I was asking what you liked. And it was like, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, I just couldn't wrap my head around how important it was to you that you wanted my opinion. You wanted yeah. my input in that. And I'm like, I do that with my sisters and my mom. It's like, you know what? 
I have my personal style. They have their personal style. It's like, do you like this? I'm like, you know, it's not my style, but as long as you like it, that's all that matters. You know, if you feel comfortable in it, you, you got to wear it, not yeah. me. Yeah. And so that was my thought process. And that was our very first, <laughs> I gave you false targets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it goes way back. <laughs> it goes way back. It goes way, way, way back. <sighs> yeah. But oh my goodness. here's the deal though. It, when, when we're talking about proper targets, I guess just to it, it's, it's really it, clear it's, communication. Yeah, it's clear like, communication. It's this idea that if you say, "I like the color blue," in my mind, I'm setting up a target of that center bullseye is she likes the color blue. Mm -hmm. That truth is you like the color blue. But if you say, "I like the color blue," but you really like the color pink, whenever I go by the next toothbrush for you and I pick you out the blue toothbrush and I hand that to you and you're like, oh, that's cool. I'm happy for that. I wish it was pink. For me, I'm going at it with this idea that from 25 yards away, man, I hit a perfect bullseye. Boom. Straight in the center. Yep. But as I get closer and as we begin to talk or communicate or whatever, it becomes, What? Like I'm thinking, I hit the bullseye, but I didn't even. I sailed it over the, over the forest. Mm -hmm. And what that does between us is it really starts building up resentment. I know, I know. There's been a lot of times, and and when we first went to marriage counseling, one of the things that they he had us do was write down the stingers. And I think I could probably go back in the book of Palmer. And <laughs> I'm going to have to get that leather bound and like embossed the book of Palmer. Um, I'll put a little light in it. So when you open it up, it glows and not <laughs> anyway, so stupid. Okay, let's continue. Um, but I could probably go back to all those stingers and look at it and they probably all go back to some form of improper target that, that you gave. And I'm, it's not, casting fault it's just it probably just goes back to a, a improper target that was given and I think what causes I know for me I'll speak for myself is what causes me to give those improper targets and has caused me to do it is um, really um, protective lying and that comes into play it's almost like I try to anticipate what you're going to think and what you're going <laughs> to say. Um, I try to read your mind. So I will, I will say what I think you want me, want me to say, or I'll do what you think I think you want me to do. And what that does is it causes me to not be true to who I am. And, and it's almost like I'm trying to become somebody I think that you want versus being, me. Ooh, and then that feeds into because I don't give proper targets from the aspect of I don't feel worth I don't feel the worth. Mm -hmm. I don't feel worthy to have my needs matter. And so by you are already assuming and not coming to me, you know, with proper targets or Asking for proper targets and automatically assuming it's like, well, he doesn't care what I think. He yeah. doesn't care what I feel. Yep. And so it's like, I'm not worth, my opinion's not worth anything. My feelings aren't worth anything. And man, it just feeds that monster inside of me. Yeah. And then it becomes um, very, well, he's just going to do it without me. He's going to, you know, doesn't care what I think. Mm -hmm. it, it just be, it begins to drive separation. You against me. Yeah. It, <laughs> me it, against it, you. It pits a wedge between us. Yeah. And I know we've talked about this before in, in previous episodes, but one of the, probably one of the toughest things that we've, we've had to learn, I feel like this is an area that we're, we have become really strong in, and that's the conflict resolution, giving each other permission to to share, to share honestly, um, conflict resolution, conflict, 
man, conflict resolution. It's late, guys. Yeah, is talking about uh, it, there's always two. Um, help me out. There's two apologies. Two apologies. Yep. And two choices to forgive. Two choices to forgive, and that's that's the area where it's it's like I feel like we have gotten really strong in in it being this is no matter how mad we're at each other or how frustrated frustrated we we are I feel like we've got really gotten to a place where I can be honest with you and I don't have to walk around on eggshells cuz early on and and for a long period of time it's always been I got to walk on eggshells I've got to say what I think you want me to say I've got to and still sometimes it's easy to maybe fall back into that a little bit but um I feel like we have gotten to a place where we can be honest with each other. Mm-hmm. And even when we know it's going to hurt, uh, even when we know it's going to be painful, that I give you full permission to be honest. I want to know what I want to know what you're thinking and how you feel. Even if you're ripping me up one side and the other, like I want to know how you feel. And I, I believe that you want to know, how I feel like you want yeah. me to be completely honest. And by doing that, there, there almost has to be this moment in time. And I don't know if we've had that moment in time. I think it just kind of naturally came, um, that there's just this point of both of us being, uh, being able to say, okay, from this moment forward, I give you full permission to be 100% honest. Yeah. And, and what that does, it, it allows me when you say, well, what do you want for dinner? Ulti- ultimately, I realize she wants my input. Mm-hmm. She, she thinks it's valuable. Or when you say, you know, whatever. Um, when I say, what watch do you want me to buy? Ultimately, you know, hey, he wants my input. Yeah. Now, just because you give the input... And just because you give me the proper target, if I go off and do and pick the other watch, I think what that causes is is there's a there there's a healthiness to it of knowing. Hey, he valued my input enough to ask the question. I gave him the input of mm-hmm. I like this watch, and then he was able to make a decision based off off of all the information. Yeah. But I walked away from that particular situation going, I didn't feel like I had all the facts in order to me be able to make a proper decision on what watch to get. Because you didn't give me a proper target, I didn't have the proper facts. And I, it, it just felt like, oh, well, now my decision based off of a quote-unquote lie or just a falsehood, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, just practical practical things that we have learned I think in our marriage are still learning is be honest it's open communication when there's discussion um being open and honest to say no this is how I feel about it yeah that that not only gives clear expectations and sets proper targets of where to aim where to shoot direction Mm -hmm. to go in but also builds trust yeah I mean Builds so much trust when when we know that we can be honest with each other. It's like over time, like I know I can trust you. I know that what you say is the truth, and you're not just beating around the bush. You're not just trying to make me feel good. You're not like, yeah. I I know what you're thinking, and I can trust that when you say something, I can I can take you at your word. Yeah. Well, I think it's. I mean, you can you could take the scripture of um, if you're faithful in the small things, God will trust you in the big things. Like I think in this particular situation, even in that idea, our marriage is if I can be faithful in the hey, what haircut do you want me to get? What do you think about this haircut? If I'm honest in those moments, then when you ask the question, mm-hmm. are you talking to anybody? You still, and I'm honest in those moments too. Like, there's a, it, it's not, I'm honest in these areas, but I'm not honest in these. It's not, mm-hmm. I, I'm not 
manipulating here and trying to manipulate here, but it becomes this area for me as one that committed adultery, trying to build the trust again between us. It becomes, you have to be broken, you have to be open and honest in every, every part. What does brokenness mean? Brokenness. Oh, you would ask me that question. Yeah, I would. Mm. I'm curious. Haven't mm. been that long. It has been that long. <laughs> I pr- I have it written down. I know that, and I could look it up in heartbeat. Go ahead and remind us. Remind the audience. Brokenness, from what we've been taught, is nothing can stop you from doing the right thing. Oh yes, that's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, building, sh- are you building trust right now? I was making sure you knew. Are you building trust right now? Yes. I'm being 100% <laughs> honest. I was going to say that. No. <laughs> Nothing can stop you from doing the right thing. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. I think. I mean, early on, these it's just kind of sparking some of the things that early on, still some of that, I would say, has turned into just being kind of more more natural that we probably don't think about any much anymore because I feel like we've been able to change in some of these areas, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, um, I mean, I'm, I just thinking through like, even with my phone, um, I mean, the other day, what was that? I got an email, um, from some random person. I don't, I don't even know. I don't remember the name, but it was like, Hey, Matthew, want to talk? And my instinct was just to swipe and delete, delete the email. Mm -hmm. But in that was like this just gut check. And I took a screenshot and sent it to you. And I, I mean, I knew that's going to be tough. That's going to be difficult because every little, every little thing can be a potential trigger in remembering what we've gone through. And I don't want, I don't want to trigger that in you because I know the pain is still, is still real. But in that I knew, okay, if I'm not honest in this, and here's the deal. If I swiped and, and deleted that, you you probably would have never known. Yeah. But you know what would happen? I'd be standing in the shower, I'd be reading my Bible, I'd be doing and I'm sitting there going, there's that I mean, that little bit of a crack that's it's, there. It's less painful you coming to me right away and yeah. saying, Hey, I got this email. This is what happened. I'm going to delete it right now. Like, I'm not. Or if a picture is sent or something coming to me and, hey, can you delete this? Can you swipe out of this? I don't want to go back and look at it. It is less painful having that experience versus you coming after the fact and, hey, I should have told you, but I didn't. I didn't want to hurt you, but yep. this happened and I deleted it. Well, then that brings up all the questions of why are you trying to hide it from me? Yep. Why didn't you want to tell me in the first place? Yep. Why, you know, yep. I it's, it just. It's an area where, I mean, from a man's perspective, even even if you never cheated or anything like that, but from just from a man's perspective of it, it's always, I Maybe it's just my perspective. I won't speak for every dude, but it's just, it's always like, oh, I'll just get rid of it. We won't talk about it, won't deal with it. But there's, on the spiritual side, I think that's just, just an, it's another area that just like cracks the door just enough. And then all of a sudden it becomes that one, and then yeah. then it's the bigger crack, and then it's a bigger crack. Oh, yeah. You know, and then suddenly it's growing into, well, I'm, I'm hiding all of these things, and, and you're going... I don't even know how I got here, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's what, I mean, when it, when it's all said and done, it, giving proper targets, it's, it's open communication, honest communication. If I can be honest in the little bitty things, if I can be honest in the, every time I spend a dollar, then when I spend $200, it, it, it's going to be, oh, I know he's telling the truth. You know, mm-hmm. and it's building, it's building that trust. And so I think, you know, just, just in general, prop, the proper targets of you, ha- you have to be open and communicate in every area, in, in everything. 
And if you'll do that and learn to do that early on, or if you'll learn to do that consistently, when it comes down to big things, I mean, I was trying to think of some things that I've even told you that I thought, I'm going to have to tell her this and then duck because you're going to come swinging. And there's been times. <laughs> I'm not a horrible person. I'm, I'm not, not that violent not, of a person. I'm not saying that you are. I'm just saying that you could probably knock me out if you got mad enough. <laughs> but um, you probably wanted to knock me out. Are you putting words in my mouth? Are mm. you assuming you know what I'm thinking? And Okay. Tell, tell us. <laughs> tell us the truth. Um. Maybe it's like <laughs> the awkward pause. Um, okay, well, I won't put words in your mouth, but um, it. I don't oh. know. <laughs> okay, let let's do practical application here. We we had a scenario last month. Oh yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> let's talk about Maybe. that. Maybe do we want to talk about that? <laughs> <laughs> we do want to talk about it. Okay. Um. So proper targets, Thanksgiving time, mm. he takes off for work, has vacation time. Um, so he takes it off. From one job. From one job. So we have multiple, multiple jobs, <laughs> but his main job, he was off for a week and we made the mistake of not discussing our plans for the week. Or he had thrown around the idea, I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about that. Well, I think in your mind, you were set in stone telling me what you were going to do. But the way I heard it is like nothing was decided yet. You know, actually, I think just to speak to that real, real quick, is a lot of the times where I'll, it's like, I wanted to do that, and I wanted to set it in stone, but sometimes I'll lob up the softball <laughs> and see if you swing, um, and what I mean by that is sometimes I'll come in... Instead of coming to me directly? Yeah, and then I, that's a bad habit. I mean, it really is. Uh, that. So I was thinking about this. Yeah, I was, I was thinking like, about okay, are you this. asking me, telling me, like... Exactly, and, and I'll come to you and say, well... I w- I really want to, w- I really got a lot of work to do with our side business, um, printing business. And, or I was thinking about doing this or doing that and I'll just judge your, your response. Oh, is she going <laughs> to swing at the softball or not? And if you're like, oh yeah, that's cool. In my mind, I automatically think, okay, it's on Set the calendar. Stone. Set yeah. in stone. Done. But if you don't say anything or you'll like, uh, we need to really spend family time or whatever, then it's kind of like, okay, I probably need to get that stuff done before. Like, I'll I'll hold off on it, or I'll work late at night, or, or do something like that. Rather than coming to you and saying, hey, I have this, this, and this, and this to get done, and I need three hours on this day from this time to this time. And... Now you can continue. I, I just have a... I know I have a bad habit of that. And there's a... There's an area of, it, it's one of those things where I will fall back into. Um, I like to I like to to say this all the time is like it's the path of least resistance. There's this like if you look at like animal trails and things. You have walked that path so many times that any overgrowth, any like everything has been crunched down, yeah. weighed down. But to go another path, you're having to clear and yeah, it's, cut the it's weeds. Yeah, it's the point where... Clear the tree limbs. Anytime we're trying to do something, or anytime I, I'm trying to do something, I will always... The tendency, the natural tendency is to take the path of least resistance. Is to walk the place that is going to cause me less... The less the least amount of, of pain or mm-hmm. the least amount. And so I will like backtrack or or I'll go back to that person and so I'm like okay lobbing up the softballs to you just trying to get a feel for it is it going to cause pain is it going to cause an issue I mean, oh, how many that times, frustrates me so bad how many times <laughs> we would do things like I knew work was saying hey I need you to work late and I and I would be like yeah so I, I might have to work late like I would not be I'm working late from six to eight on Monday 
And I can always tell when you're like beating around the bush <laughs> instead of hitting directly. Yeah. And that, oh, irritates the dickens out of me. Yeah. And I'm like, what are you asking? What? Just t- give it to me straight. Yeah. Just tell me like it is. Like, don't beat around the bush. Don't walk on eggshells. Just give it to me direct. Yeah. And if you can't give it to me direct, then why are you calling me? And I'm not. I'm not advocating that you you work late or let work you know take precedent over family because I think there's also the flip side of it is when work will say, "Hey, can you work late on whatever?" I need to be willing to say, "No, I have family time on the mm-hmm. schedule. Nope, we have already that had this planned." So there's got to be give and take on both sides. And I mean, I'm fortunate enough that my job can. We're for flexible. the most part, do that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I will I will go with the tendency of like trying to lob up the softballs or just you're almost like testing the water. Beat around the bush. Before beat around <laughs> the bush. And but then there's also been times, um, and it's funny because as we're talking about this, I'm I'm just really get this, your notebook out and take your notes. I know. I'm I need to, <laughs> I'm gonna have to listen to this one back, but um, because I'm really talking from a place of like, oh, Lord help me. Like I, I, I recognize in this moment, I recognize that a lot of that has gone on. And it's those things where it's like, I just kind of fall back into that without realizing it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, I tell you what, it's a, it's definitely a place of like, if I don't stay on top of it. And when I say stay on top of it, if I'm not in the word daily if i'm not in prayer like really focusing on that it's so easy to just like boom i'm right back into yeah. my old ways you know and um so anyway i just revert back to that and i'm testing the waters i'm beating around the bush but the times where i'm i come to you and say hey this is this is what's happened or this is what's going to take place or you know and it's just a complete honesty those are some of the times, the best times where it's like I feel so um, uh, supported by you, mm-hmm. so like encouraged. It's it's like the the analogy of like the boxer in the corner and he's got the dude in the ring with him and he's like rubbing his shoulders and all right, champ, come on, you're gonna go take him down. Like that's the feeling that I get. Like I'm. I've got my boxing gloves on and a back and forth and you're in my corner. And it's like, it's always those times where it seems like it's going to take away. But when I come to you and I'm open, honest, this needs to happen. This, I'm, this is what I'm going to do. Um, and not from a demanding point of view, but just, Hey, I need three hours to work on these projects and I'd like to take them from this time this time. And we negotiate and we talk back mm-hmm. and forth. But you have proper target to expect three hours. Now, the key is, is when I say I need three hours, I take my three hours and then I'm done. Not I also have that problem. Hours. Not six or <laughs> Yeah. But, uh, again, I, just, I feel like that boxer in the ring and you're like, come on, champ, you're going to take this out. And, you're, mm-hmm. and it's this such support that, that I feel. And so... It's just like a complete opposite, <laughs> complete opposite effect that I think is going to happen, mm-hmm. you know? Um, well, it makes me so sad. I've, I've had many women friends over the years that it's like, you know, I've told them, I have always been, whether you've wanted to receive it or not, or whether you've been willing to share what you think and feel or not. I just have a very direct personality. <laughs> so when we talk about things, I don't hold back. And it's like, you're doing this, 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 and this. And it's not right. This needs to change. That needs to change. You could do this better. You could do that better. And like, just so direct. And when you do this, it makes me feel this way. And I don't appreciate being treated like this or, be, you know, feeling like this and very direct. And, um, I was, I remember one time talking with one friend and, you know, just 
mentioning a quick conversation that we had and she's like, oh, I could never talk to my husband like that. Or I could never share my feelings like that. He, he wouldn't receive it. He wouldn't hear me. Mm. He would, he would get mad at me or he would get irritated or he'd shut down or, and that makes me so sad. Cause it's like, if you can't be brutally honest, I say brutally honest, that sounds horrible. If you can't be 100% honest in what you feel, think, what's going on. If you can't be a hundred percent honest with your spouse, who can you be yeah. honest with? Yeah. Like you, you have to walk around eggshells all the time with everybody guards up like full on walls and, and to have that experience with your husband or wife and like, Oh, I can't do that. She's going to get offended or he's going to get offended. Yeah. Or it's like, no, that total honesty of like, I need you to be that one person in my life that, can tell me like it is, point out the struggles in my life, point out the things that need to change and, you know, it's, it's like the help military. guide me on a, on yeah, a It's bath. like the military term of I got I your six. I Thanksgiving. Yeah, we'll get there. Go ahead. But it's, it's like the military <laughs> term of like, I got your six or I got your back. Yeah. It's, it's not a matter of pointing out your fall, flaws to point out your flaws and, and degrade you or put you down. No. It's a matter of saying, hey, I see this in you, and it, you may not be seeing it. You may, not be, you may not understand it, or you may not see it, or you know, but I want you to know that this is taking place. And it comes from that compassionate side or, or that, like, I got your back. Mm-hmm. I want... I want you to be the best version of yourself that you possibly can be. I want the Lord to work work in you and work through you. But it, if if there's areas in your life that you may not see, but I can see, mm-hmm. I, or if there's areas in my life that you can see that I don't see, I want you to point those out. Because I could either walk around with this tumor on my head and not know that it's there, and just keep walking and walking and walking, and I'm walking in circles because it's weighing me down, and I'm just walking in circles. Or you could be like, hey, there's a tumor on your head, and we could get rid of it, and we could take care of it, and then we can you know, keep walking. I don't know if that's probably a terrible analogy, but... but mm-hmm. It works. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, oh, yeah, it was. <laughs> no. Yeah. Not but, that bad, but, but it's it's yeah. you got my back. We have each other's back, and I think about you know your friend that you were talking about. It's like how sad it is for the husband. Like husbands, give give your wife a spa- a safe place to be able to be open and honest and mm-hmm. share her um, to share her thought. I was watching, even if it's confusing and it doesn't make sense. Hold her and pray for her. <laughs> Lord, touch your mind. I don't know what else to pray. But yeah, and and we don't have to fix it. Mm. I think that's the beauty of it too is... Sometimes we need you to fix it and sometimes yeah, but, we don't. But you know what? Ultimately, in those moments, I mean, unless there's a spider hanging on the wall, I can get my shoe and, and do it. But in those in those spiritual moments or those emotional moments, even as even as the husband... And and you, there may be you want me to fix it, but in that moment, I don't have to try to fix you. I don't have to. I don't have to be your savior. I don't have to be. Mm-hmm. I just have to be willing to allow the Holy Spirit to work through me, and 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 be able to just listen. Um, uh, was listen watching a on Instagram the other day, and this this reel popped up of this guy and he was talking about, you know, how many times you get in an argument and, and your spouse is drowning. Like they're drowning in that moment. Mm, and what we're that doing. That was so good. Yeah. And what we do is we stand on the side and we'll, didn't you see that it's eight foot deep and you can't swim in eight foot deep water mm. or, you know, and that's a fact. And then, well, didn't you see there's no lifeguard on duty? That's a fact. And we start spitting out facts, and and we come to them, and we're hitting them with these facts. And the whole time that we're spitting out facts, guess what happened to your spouse? They're still drowning. And so rather than spitting out facts, reach out your hand and pick them up and get them from drowning. And then we can come around to the facts. Hey, remember that time that you fell in the water and you were drowning? Well, 
Did you not read the sign? Did you mm-hmm. not see this? But don't try to spit so facts good. at them yeah. while they're drowning in the water. And that's happened a couple of times here lately with us is, <laughs> is you will come to me and instantly I want to go to this, well, here's the problem. Well, can you not see this? Can you not see that? And the Holy Spirit used that to remind me, like, she's drowning in this moment. And some of the best things I can do is, like, come here, babe, and just hold you, listen, and you know what? And and, and bring validation to, or or at least to let you know, hey, I understand. I, I hear I, you. I hear you. Yeah. You know? And it, and it becomes that, that moment of, of just... Just being in your corner. So husbands, like give your wife a safe place. Give, uh, what would it be like if if every husband gave their wife a, a safe place that before she went to her girlfriends, before she went to Facebook, before she went to Instagram, before she went to anybody else, to another man, whatever, the first person that she ran to was you. And was able to just share everything, even if it is about you, even yeah. if it, even if she's can't stand you. What if, what if you became such a safe place for her that she would instantly come to you, knowing that there's not going to be judgment, knowing that there's not going to be condemnation. I mean, we should, we should be a plate of a, a safe place for our wives that, that says, I want you to be so comfortable with sharing your emotions and your feelings with me. That you don't go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. That's so good. Back to Thanksgiving. Back to Thanksgiving. <laughs> I feel like we've kind of veered off. Like it so easily ties into each other. We need that open, honest communication to be able to give each other the proper targets. Yeah. Because um, if we're not able to talk openly and honest and clearly and communicate well, then... I mean, proper targets are almost impossible to give. Yep. Um, but Thanksgiving, you had time off and you had expectation of what you were going to do. And I had expectation of what our family was going to do. And we kind of hinted around or you hinted around. Yeah, I've got tons of work, you know, throwing that softball up in the air and seeing what I'd swing at. And so it was slowly kind of like... Okay, so he's gonna he's gonna have some work to do. Well, then it turned into like three days of working, and I'm like, "You have already been off of work for." It turned into a big fight. Just just so you know, it turned into a big fight, and it was like three days of working, and every day was like, "I have so much to do. I have to get this done. I have to get this done." And I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" Then I was getting so frustrated. And it's like, what are you doing while you're working all day long that you can't get anything done? Anyways, so we ended up um, in our argument, our conflict resolution. (laughs) It's like, okay, let's talk. It's like, I had the expectation. I went into this week expectation. You had time off. We would get lots of family time and we're going to spend time together as a family and we're going to make memories and we're going to play games and we're going to get ready for stuff and all of these things, and I'm like, but we get into it, and all that's on your mind is work, 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 work. I'm like, what is the point of taking off of work so you can work? It makes no sense. And and so I was so frustrated. And But then we were able to communicate. Fast forward. Rewind. Fast forward. Are we moving forward or backwards? <laughs> oh, forward. <laughs> uh, I always got those confused. I still do. Anyways, I don't. I don't mess with that anymore. So random. Um, Fast forward. Christmas time yep. is coming. Mm-hmm. I'm like, look, let's try to avoid Thanksgiving <laughs> and the frustration that was wrapped around your time off per se. Yeah. And let's take time. I know work is going to happen and things are going to come up. And even when we are with family, it's like we can try and plan stuff, but it's really just fly by the seat of your pants and we'll see what happens each day it happens. But let's take time each morning, five minutes. Let's take five minutes and communicate about the day. Here's kind of what I'm thinking. 
these are my expectations for the day. Here's what I'm thinking. Here's my expectations. This is what I would like to get done today. And let's go about that. Mm -hmm. Or, hey, I would like to spend three hours working on the business. Okay. At what point? Do you want to split it up? Do you want it all at once? Like, how do you want to do that? And just giving each other proper targets to avoid. So when we go and you're sitting there for three hours on your computer, I know, okay, this is what he needed. Give him his time. Give him his space. And then we'll come together later. And just avoid. Just so we can have fun together. Yeah. But yet have proper targets of what that looks like. Yeah. I think... From a from a man's standpoint, um, I, I mean, I know we've talked about this before, but I have a full time job. We also have our business, mm-hmm. uh, stained red printing that we have on the side. Um, we're doing the podcast, trying to do um, a lot with that. Uh, a marriage reset on Instagram and Facebook, and just trying to get content out there. And so we have a ton going on, and then we have four kids. But that's not a badge of honor. That's no, just, no, no, no. That's I'm just, just our I'm life. just saying we we just have a, a lot going on, and so in my mind, in those in that moment was like stained red was getting neglected in some areas. Mm-hmm. Some work was backing up. Um, do a lot of different design work and stuff, and in that moment it was like sweet. I have time off from the full-time job to where mm-hmm. now I can get these things done. And what I'll do is, is I, th- I look at all of the to-do list and I, and I almost make it a mountain that's a molehill, you know? And so, uh, I will, I will get to looking at that. And it, if I don't set proper boundaries with it, there's always stuff to do. I mean, we're constantly trying to make it better. And trying to grow and trying to, you know, branch out and do do more. And so, um, if I don't set set proper boundaries in that, then I mean, I I could sit and and do that stuff for hours. And so I think going into the Christmas time now is just as much as we need to communicate and and you are going to give grace in the areas where yes, we do own a business, and yes, just because I'm off on the full-time business doesn't mean that our personal business doesn't you know takes off we got to we got to continue mm-hmm. working it um and so just as much as you're going to you're willing to give grace in okay i realize that you still have some work to do from the man's perspective is i have to also realize i've got to set proper boundaries you know and so we you know we were even talking today is is um for i think a set 5 days that the business is closed, you know, mm-hmm. um, and not going to not going to work on that and be intentional in being intentional with our time. And so if we're constantly communicating, taking the time to communicate, then what that does is is it allows open communication. We can set proper targets. And then when it's all said and done and we're done with the Christmas holiday and things like that, we're not looking back going, you said this, but we did this. Mm hmm. It's, it's, we're on the same page. We're literally walking hand in hand, walking the same path. We're not. Creates peace in the home. Exactly. And our, I mean, it, it expands down into our kids. They feel, oh, mom and dad are unified. Yeah. It, there's no question of. security. Yeah. There's no question of, of what's, what's going to happen. What's going on. Well, mom said this, but dad said this or this. It, It just creates a unified front to where, you know what? We we can continue walking down the same road hand in hand knowing that we we know what each other are thinking because we've expressed to each other what we're thinking yeah right and so proper targets it's it's sometimes it seems so practical that it's like like it's just one of those one of those things that's like it's so practical and and you say it and you're like well Duh, tell them what you're thinking. But I think it's also one of those things where if you're not careful, it, it can probably drive the biggest wedge mm-hmm. in between you. Because it's almost That's like definitely. you're giving somebody um, a false reality of who you are if you don't give them proper mm-hmm. targets. You know? So, um, I mean, practical ways that you can do things. We're still learning, but um, I like to get a calendar together and put it on there and make it 
make it priority and say, if it's on the calendar, this is what we've agreed to. You know, um, yeah. communicate through that. We we do this with notes on the iPhone, the notes app. We'll share it back and forth, and we write down the notes, and we have it there, and we've put stuff on it, and it's like, well, it's in the notes. It's here. And, you know, so just simple things that you can do to to constantly communicate, to constantly give each other the proper targets so that when you are 25 yards away and you hit that bullseye, when you walk up to the to the target, you've hit the bullseye still. Yeah. You know? So, anyway, that's that's where we're at. Um, yeah. Um, so, you got anything else to say? I don't. All right. <laughs> well, awesome. Um, yeah. Give, oh, okay, so I will say this, end with this, is it can be easy to say, give each other proper targets, communicate, like, but there has to be a willingness on both parties to, okay, I give you permission to speak freely and I give you permission to say what you're feeling yep. and to give me proper targets and the other party, you know, just giving each other permission yep. to be honest, to be a safe place for for the other person. Yep. And we've talked about this before, but that ties right back into you have your truth, I have my truth, and then there's the truth. And if you will, if you will look at it from that perspective of okay, they may be saying things that are hurtful right now, but mm-hmm. it is their truth. Let let you have your truth, and then I have my truth. I may not think the same way. That's fine. We can have two different truths. But once we've spoken it and once we've brought it out together, then what we can do is pray and ask the Lord to show us the truth. Yeah. And then we begin to judge and to to compare those things. And then we finally come into an agreement of, okay, here's the truth. Yep. So Very good. Yep. Very good. All right, guys. Well, um, that's all for this week. Uh, I want to wish everyone a Merry Christmas as we go into this. Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. (laughs) Yeah. And a Happy New Year. Um, We're going to be doing some podcasts. we got some special things coming up here in the next week or two uh hopefully do maybe some of our first interview on with some people so we'll see a little teaser a little (laughs) teaser but uh don't forget we have a website that we've launched a marriage reset.com you can find us on social on instagram and facebook a marriage reset and we'd love to connect with you uh, go follow our page, go go like and share, comment, whatever. Uh, go to our website, check out some of the resources that we have available there. And also um, follow and subscribe to our podcast. So let's pray and we will call it a day. Father, I just thank you for what you're doing in everyone's life. I pray for the people listening right now. God, that you would just continue to strengthen their relationship, strengthen their marriage. Um, God, allow them to learn what it means to set proper targets with with their spouse. And uh, Father, we just pray over uh, all the the marriages right now, the, the relationships, even, even the ones that may be hurting, that seems like there's no way that this is ever going to be restored. I pray, I pray uh, complete restoration over those marriages right now. And I thank you, Father, for all that you're doing. We just give you honor and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, guys, we'll catch you next time. Bye.